Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Thursday, May 16th, 2019. I'm Rich Straffolino. President Trump signed an executive order declaring a national emergency to deal with the threat posed by the unrestricted acquisition or use in the United States of information and communication technology by foreign adversaries. The order gives the Department of Commerce and other agencies broad powers of oversight and approval over private company transactions. Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross now has 150 days to come up with enforcement details and to name any technologies or companies barred from the U.S. In related news, the U.S. Commerce Department's Bureau of Industry and Security announced it added Huawei Technologies to its entity list, which forces the company to obtain a U.S. government license to buy American technology, preventing companies like Google from exporting Android or U.S.-based chipmakers from supplying components. The Bureau stated Huawei was added to the list because it engaged in activities that are contrary to U.S. national security or foreign policy interest. U.S. FCC Chairman Ajit Pai will propose a clarification to FCC rules to make it clear that carriers can implement blocking of robocalls by default as long as it offers a way for customers to opt out of the blocking. The rules would not prevent carriers from charging for the blocking service. A 2015 FCC order was unclear whether opt-in was required or not, so most carriers erred on the side of caution. Pai's proposed clarification will be up for a vote on June 6th. Pi hopes it will lead to further innovations like blocking calls based on contact lists, which the new rules make clear would be allowed. The rules will go into effect if they pass a vote on June 6. Nikkei reports that Samsung and Huawei have agreed to settle a three-year-old smartphone patent dispute and are reportedly negotiating a larger patent cross-licensing agreement. Huawei originally sued Samsung in May 2016 for infringing on 4G wireless patents and before the settlement had over 40 lawsuits going on in various courts. Google disclosed a security bug to its Bluetooth Titan security key, which allowed someone in Bluetooth range to use a misconfigured protocol to connect their device to the key that was activated. The attacker would need to know your login and password, but the exploit would avoid the second authentication factor. Affected keys have a T1 or T2 on the back of the device, and Google is offering a free replacement to all affected users. Google did state that the Titan security key would still be effective in preventing phishing attacks, and that users can still use existing keys until replacements arrive. A research project from Google called Translatatron not only translates what you speak to it, but delivers the translation as spoken word in your voice and cadence. It works by converting spectrograms of speech in one language directly to a spectrogram of speech in another. The accuracy is not yet as good as the slower, less natural-sounding three-step process of speech-to-text, then translating that text into the other speech. TechCrunch reports that, according to sources, Google has built an in-app engagement rewards SDK to help drive user engagement among Indian Android users. Internally known as Project Cruiser, the SDK would allow developers to incentivize users to perform certain actions in apps with small cash rewards, like placing a first order, adding contact lists, or adding a payment method. All incentive payments would go through Google Pay initially, and Google would not take a cut of any revenue generated through increased engagement with the initiative. Amazon opened pre-orders to an update to its $50 Fire 7 tablet, which now integrates Amazon Voice services while in standby mode with the screen off. Previous Fire 7 tablets received AVS support via a software update last year, but required the screen to be on or for the device to be plugged in in order to reply to the wake word. The tablet now also comes with a quad-core 1.3 GHz processor with faster instructions per clock than the outgoing model, comes in 16 or 32 GB capacities, and offers expandable storage via microSD. The new Fire 7 ships on June 6th. Valve officially brought its game streaming app Steam Link to the iOS App Store with versions for iPhone, iPad, and Apple TV. Games can be played on the same network as a host PC or Mac and requires pairing an MFI or Steam controller to the device. 
The app originally was rejected from the App Store in 2018 for violating guidelines around user-generated content, in-app purchases, and content codes. Instagram is notifying users of its standalone messaging app, Direct, that the app will shut down in the coming months. All conversations will move to the messaging in the Instagram app proper, and direct feature development will continue as part of that experience. The app was originally rolled out in December 2017 to Uruguay, Chile, Turkey, Italy, Portugal, and Israel as a test. And finally, Japan's communication ministry announced a plan to create 10 billion 14-digit phone numbers for assignment, stating that the traditional 11-digit numbers are expected to run out as early as fiscal 2022. Numbers would start with the code 020 and arrive no later than the end of 2021, with the major carriers NTT Docomo, KDDI, and SoftBank on board. The plan is currently open to public comment, and the ministry will create a formal report on the matter over the summer, with necessary preparation to be completed by the end of 2019. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com, and you can find show notes there and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.